0: Happy hour again from Central City, New Orleans at the lovely Casa Borrega on Aretha Castle, Haley Boulevard. Hi, I'm Grant Morris. In the next 60 minutes, you'll get to meet just three of the many thousands of fascinating people who live here in New Orleans. And you'll get to hear some live music as well. At the end of the show, you might conclude New Orleans is a great city where people love to talk, have fun, and enjoy great music, but you probably know that already. So let's get right on with doing nothing, but enjoying the next 60 minutes of happy hour together. My very eclectic bunch of guests here sitting around the table at Casa Borrega are Makia Moody, who's the Director of Governance Initiatives at the Louisiana Association of Public Charter Schools. If you're not entirely sure what that means, I'm with you as well. It means Makia is a big deal in the revolutionary transcending education movement here in Louisiana and principally the city of New Orleans. Makia was the founding director of Leading Educators of New Orleans and a past managing director of KIPP, which is spelled K-I-P-P, a national network of free public charter schools dedicated to preparing students in underserved communities for success in college and in life. Hi, Hi, Makia. Hi, Grant. Wow, I'm a little I'm a little intimidated now. I know what you do, and it's only going to get worse. Listen to this. Erin Wolfson is here. Hi, Erin. Hey, Grant. Erin's a forensic expert, a rehabilitation psychologist, a vocational rehabilitation practitioner, and a life care planner. I'm out of my depth already. Erin is a psychotherapist. This is not good. With expertise among other fields in pain management. Dr. Wolfson is also an expert at alleviating pain, the New Orleans method. Through food and music. Erin was the owner of Savvy Gourmet, one of the early restaurant pioneers of Magazine Street Hipness, and is a drummer in local rock band Coot. Whose self-titled debut album has just been released? And it's hey, right, and it's you got it in your pocket. And it's right here for hey, you. Hey, excellent! Thank you very much. We can play a little bit of this yeah, as well. Whatever. It's still warm. Yeah, it's been, I've been just come off the it. press. Oh, you got one for everybody! Thank yeah, you very much, Aaron. Gifts. Elon Hornsby is here as well. Elon is our musical guest today. He has another CD. Elon is originally from home of Louisiana. She's been a musician almost from birth, learning to whistle before she could talk. I don't believe that. Is that true? That's what they said. That's what what your parents told you. I'm going to go with it. Okay, going to whistle before she could talk. In college, Elon was on track to become a classical musician, a horn player, or orchestra conductor when she found her voice as a singer songwriter. Oh, what a shame. You could have been like a real classical musician by now. Yeah, but
1: this is more
0: fun. Yeah, this is much more fun, (laughs) I guess. Moving to New Orleans, Elon has set about launching her solo career with a rare seriousness and sophistication. Her recently released debut six song EP, Only Elon was produced by Better Than Ezra's Tom Drummond and has critics comparing Elon to Macy Gray and Missy Elliott, which is true. It's an awesome bunch of songs, I have to say. Thank you. It really is impressive. Ilan Hornby's debut album is due out later this year to be followed by a major tour. Yep. That's what they tell you. Yeah. All right. Hey, Elon. I also have something.
1: For you. Yeah.
0: What else so you got here? Hi, there's you your well EP. I've got, I'm really making out like a bandit. i got two CDs here already, <laughs> and I haven't even started the show. On piano is the fabulous, talented, charming, and always attractive in his own particular way, Mitch Foreman. Is there going to be one more note or not? That's if it. You want. Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> very nice. Hey, Mitch, how are you?
2: Very well. How you doing? Dan? Good. Well, we had to take
0: off Mardi Gras. You know, for last week we had to take off for Mardi Gras because we we are in Casaborga here in Central City. There was no way to get here during parade day, so. We had to take a week off. What did you do, Mitch? Anything exciting?
3: Uh, no, just the usual Mardi Gras. You know how it
0: goes. Did you nails, pedicure, manicure?
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: I thought so. So today we're coming to you live also on, um, on Google Hangout. If you're listening to this after we've hung out, you can go watch it and see what we look like on, um, on YouTube, on our YouTube account. If you're at, listening to us live as we record the show, you can apparently call in and be a part of the show. Can you believe that, Aaron? That's amazing technology. I know. I don't know whether that's know really true. That. Allegedly, anywhere that you're living around the world and watching this on YouTube, if you know, we have more than one person watching it, you could actually call us and we can put you onto the show. So Mitch is going to take care of that for us. He's our Google Hangout guy. Is that right, okay, Mitch? I'm
3: inviting, I'm inviting a lot of people right now.
0: Okay. So we'll see if anyone shows up. And I think if you apparently if you put this embed code somewhere in the right place and people can, can crash into our hmm. show, we can't stop them. So, if anyone just shows up and starts <laughs> talking to us, we'll know who it is. So, Elon, how did you meet Tom Drummond from Better Than Ezra? Um, and how did you get a name like Elon as well, by the way?
1: It's my middle name, actually. It's my real given middle name.
0: It's your real given middle name. What, yeah. what was your given first name?
1: It's Heather. Heather Elon. Heather? Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's a r- really surprising, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because that you don't look like Heather.
1: I know. That's why I, like you know, I want to drop the first name and keep the middle yeah. name going. I really like it, it has more rhythm to it.
0: Did you go with Heather in like elementary school or anything?
1: Oh yeah, I had no choice. Um you know, all through college and but <clears throat>
0: how did they come up with Heather over there in home Are your parents? What were they thinking?
1: My mom, you know, she was thinking bigger. But <laughs> <laughs>
0: Heather, it's such a cute sort of a name, actually. But there were a lot of people called Heather when you were born, I suppose. It was yeah, a very it's, it's popular name, age, right? You know, yeah,
1: like A lot of Tiffany's and Britneys. Yeah.
0: And what, Tiffany, Brittany, Heather, Elizabeth, I think, too, was pretty popular there.
1: Yeah, Elizabeth was was pretty popular. Um, Jessica's. Jessica, that was yep. another
0: big one, yeah. Thank God that you have a cool middle name like your yeah. want. Where did that come from? Is it an anagram or something? Uh, no, my mom, I Lone. think,
1: she just knew it was like French. So she's like, I like the name, and my sister's like Chanté, so she kept Enchante it. On Chanté and Ilana. You know? yeah. I think
0: is French, E-L-A-N, right? I think so. What's E-L-O-N yeah. in French? Does anyone speak French here?
3: Yeah. My kids no. do. My two kids do, but I do not. Uh, where well, are they? Are they here? They are not, indeed. Mm. They might be on the Google Hangout, but... Tell them to call sure. us up. Well, I, I will. know Elon like, has a
1: lot of other roots, too, especially like Middle Eastern roots, so yeah. like it means like Oak Tree and some... It in means
3: oak tree in some that, other so,
0: yeah. <laughs> in some cultures Elon means oak tree. That's yeah, nice. Strength,
1: oak
4: tree. Yeah.
0: Strength is good too. What mm-hmm. does Makia mean?
4: I don't, I'm not sure what Makia means. My sister named me your after s- hearing it on a television show.
0: Really? How old was your sister when you were born?
4: She was seven.
0: Wow. She got a lot of it's okay. I mean kids name their cat often, don't they? <laughs> or, they do. But they don't really usually get the power to name their siblings. As but my, my middle
4: experience. name is Oni, O and I, which means desire in Swahili.
0: Does That's it awesome.
4: really? So I might start going by my middle name, Me too.
0: Yeah, Ilona Noni. <laughs> Desire has got something going for it.
4: It does indeed. So and on Valentine's Day.
0: It's happy Valentine's <laughs> Day to everybody. We're recording this on Valentine's Day. If you listening to it after Valentine's Day. But what are you guys doing for Valentine's Day? Aaron, are you a romantic sort of a guy?
3: Uh, I am indeed. I um, walked to Walgreens at 9.45 uh, last night, bought my wife and children their cards, which is about the extent of my celebration.
0: That's pretty nice, though, because you can walk to Walgreens from your house, which is a good sign. Where do you live?
3: Uh, well, I live near nearby St. John. I'm actually staying with my brother while my floors are being refinished, so mm. we're all holed up over there in uh, the Garden District. Yeah.
0: There's pretty much a Walgreens within walking distance anywhere in America at this point. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if around the whole world. Are they worldwide Walgreens or just here? They, sh- they feel no, worldwide. They do. Know. They're everywhere you go. There's Walgreens in like walking distance. Walmart is, re- I'm yeah, sure there's like as many Walgreens as Walmart's yeah. by now. There's they weren't
4: to in Tokyo when I was there last week. <laughs> last week? Yeah. What
0: were you doing in Tokyo last week?
4: Visiting my brother and my new nephew, who's nine months, and avoiding, avoiding Mardi Gras madness. Wow. <laughs> Did
0: you get back in time to miss Mardi Gras? Like when Mardi Gras just ended I came
4: with, back on Tuesday. You Tuesday came back on Mardi Gras
0: Day? What a great day to fly into New Orleans.
4: It was very empty at the new refurbished airport. It was lovely.
0: Is the airport off? F- fancy and finished maybe.
4: I was impressed by the baggage claim I h- had to post on Facebook that they kind of stepped it up over Did you at spend NSY. a lot of
0: time in baggage claim?
4: No, it was actually quicker than usual <laughs> Whoa, Nice bright lights, colors, Commander's Palace Advertisements, all the restaurants Really?
0: Well, very yeah. fancy So how long were you in Tokyo for?
4: For a week with my mother She was very excited to meet her grandson It was a good time Did yeah. you
0: say your brother lives in Tokyo? He does he didn't name you. Is he even older? <laughs> um, or is he young? He's
4: two years older than me, Mensa Omari. Well, His, name our Men- name.
0: His name is Mensa?
4: Mensa, yes. He's
0: not in Mensa?
4: No, he's not. <laughs> he's a graphic designer by trade.
0: Wow. Mensa and Miyaka. Makia. God, I almost said Miyaka. That does sound <laughs> Japanese, actually, doesn't it? <laughs> it <laughs> does. I wonder if that is Japanese.
4: It probably is. So
0: how long has your brother been living in Japan for?
4: He's going on three years. His I wife wish
0: he would call us up from Japan on the show. Oh, yeah.
4: he'll, he'll get the link afterwards. Too late afterwards. <laughs> we
0: need him on right now. Three years in Japan, in Tokyo?
4: Yes. His wife is Chilean. She works for the consulate there.
0: She works for the Chilean consulate in Tokyo? Yes. And he's a New Orleanian?
4: No, he is a Virginian.
0: Oh, you don't come from here? I do not. Okay, okay.
4: Where are you from? I grew up in New Hampshire. Good heavens. You should be called Heather, really. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> wow, finally, after two
0: years, I said something funny. What? Uh, how'd you get down here, then?
4: Um, after working at KIPP in Gary, Indiana, I transitioned to be the founding executive director at Leading Educators, which is a national nonprofit that does teacher leadership training. So I moved in July 2010. Um, and to worked here, there. to New Orleans? Yes.
0: So what's it called again? I'm lost with all these names. Oh, Leading Educators. Leading Educators.
4: Teacher Leadership Student Success. They have a teacher leader training program.
0: Did hey, you used to be a teacher?
4: I wasn't, which is interesting that I've been immersed in the education reform movement for a while um, and have not been a teacher. My mom's been a teacher for 30 plus years. But yeah, how did you get me?
0: to be interested in education at all?
4: After graduate school, I worked at the Charter School Resource Center in Chicago, Illinois um and it was just not like the other
0: chicago right (laughs) (laughs) well there could be more than one Uh, are there
4: (laughs) possibly what what does chicago mean (laughs) (laughs) does
0: anyone know that oh that's another good question these (laughs) are the things that nobody ever talks about what does chicago mean what 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 language is that heather any idea about (laughs) that you have an education heather don't you you went to like grad school as well (laughs) could <laughs> you? Yeah, this is the most uh, this is the most group of people we've ever had on Happy Hour, actually. That th- that's not saying a lot for the show. <laughs> no.
3: not, well, believe me, it's not.
0: But you're, you're a psychotherapist.
3: I'm going to say, I have a PhD in psychology. You're a
0: doctor in psychology. I am. Elon was almost an orchestra conductor.
2: Yeah.
0: And McKee is like a big shot in education. Jesus Christ, what are you? Yeah. Do you want to know what your IQs are? Anyone? Idea? Do you have? Do you have to measure? IQ Her brother's name Mensa. Why don't you? Ask? <laughs> 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 that's just, that is I mean, I hate to go on about someone's name, but that is a strange name, isn't it? It's awesome, Mensa.
4: I forget what it means. He has an H on the end. Oh, okay. Mensa with an more H. More yeah, prominent, strong.
0: Yeah, does it? Yeah, it's more makes masculine. It
1: stronger when you put that H in the end,
0: you know. Do you have an H on the end of? No,
1: M- no, no. Think about adding one. Well, Ma- actually, Makia
0: has an H on the end you of it. Um, Elon, you could have a silent <laughs> H on the end of Elon. Yeah, I'm the H is silent. Elon. Got oh, hey, nice, it's got a nice H, ring not, to it. I mean,
1: Last name's Hornsby, so put the Yeah, put the yeah. H like iTunes. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> just put the H like a little H on it, or big H at the end yeah. or something. That's a good idea. Yeah. So you still didn't tell me how you met Tom Drummond, or didn't I ask oh. you that?
1: <clears throat> you did. We, we started get into it. Then you switched your questions up. <laughs> but um, I'll we, go back to page one. Now. Yeah, okay. Um, I met Tom through my manager, actually. I met Susan Reyes first, which was, um, she was introduced to me from a friend of mine, Lester Perryman. And, you know, she saw a lot in what I was doing and said, you know, I have the perfect person in mind. I want you to meet who can help you. Phone you know. call. Who is it? Oh, no, it's my mom. Hold on. Oh, really? <laughs> you want to talk to her? No, no. Ask her what She was just texting yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> no, so pretty much.
0: What, um, what she, were you doing that she heard before Um, before I was I actually was
1: performing in a lot of places. Um downtown. downtown. Um, I was working on a, in my EP first on my own, but you know, recording it in my my room. You know, had all my equipment, and I let her hear it. And I was performing something live, and she heard me, and she's like, "I want to do this. I want to work with you." Like, we gave, you know, we took the EP I had. Did it
0: really just happen like that? She just went to a live performance and came up to you afterwards. and well, it so was thank you, great.
1: It was more of a private performance, not like out there. Like she, it was set up for her to
0: come listen oh, okay. to me because she right.
1: needed to hear me. But I mean, she was impressed by what she heard, and she wanted to move forward. And the rest was just like amazing thing after amazing thing that kept happening. So
0: yeah, that's the whole the the record is 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 very slick. I mean, it's not it doesn't sound like someone's debut recording at all. It sounds like some really accomplished somebody in L.A. might have made it or something.
1: I mean, you know, Tom worked hard. He's uh he helped me produce and engineer that thing, so. To put the best product out. And it was my first time really using a lot of, like, 90% live instrumentation on something. So, How do you, know, you do it normally? You normally
0: sit in your room? I have, a like, a MIDI a keyboard. I have,
1: thing. like, yeah, like, just a recording equipment, like, Logic. You put in through the keyboard, and it pushes out different, like, MIDI sounds. And you can choose from a library of piano, drums. You can create everything right there, you know. But it won't sound as good as a real thing, of course, but... It can Come pretty close,
0: and that's how you wrote all these.
1: <coughs> yes, yeah, I always start writing. Right. I make my track, and I, I'll you know write something down at work and come home and like I gotta make my track now. And,
0: and what about playing live? How do you play live?
1: I do it, uh, a live band mostly. Um, mostly it's been like one or two times I've done it without the live band, like lately, because of you know the short notice, and that's only two or three songs, but mostly we do it, you know, band like the drums, guitar, keyboard player. Um, trombone maybe some brass will have brass in there if we have the privilege of
2: having you know
0: oh, cool. the big salmon elon let's take a listen to something <laughs> shall we yeah what do you want to uh, what are we going to do chris how are we going to do this are we going to play a track off the uh, record or are we going to uh, make elon sing for us or what we're going to play one right now we're going to play a track off your record okay what are we going to listen to anybody have a clue here
1: uh, i think any one of them's is good
0: chris what are we listening <laughs> to Track three? You pick one i on track um, three. you yeah, like that it's one. called the Kids, period. Yeah, nothing else it. has a period after it
1: well it's a it's a message it's a it's not a complete sentence, but it's enough. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> okay, tell us something a little bit about the song before. we
1: Um go. the kids it's pretty much about like period. anyone who's ever been <laughs> who's ever been down, who's ever been out of who's ever been counted against um not stood up for. Uh, who didn't feel like they had a voice or anything you know it's about them i call us the kids because a lot of times people like authority figures treat people like they're children they take away their rights they try to think for us and you know so might as well call it the kids you know since the kids are what we are let's rebel like some
2: I know my name
0: Very nice you. indeed. Uh, thank you. Thank you. What do you think, thank you, man. Really good. Aaron? You're a musician. What do you think of that? Beautiful. Really well done, Makia.
4: It's catchy. I think I was expecting it to be more raspy, mm-hmm. um, and then it's like really smooth. So
3: it's slick like as it. hell. So those are all live musicians. I mean, that's just, those were a live performance, or was that done?
1: No, that wasn't a live performance. That, that was wasn't. recorded um, studio. But. But um, but I most mean of the live musicians, yeah, playing. live musicians. The only thing, he kept a few of my, you know, the synth- synthesizers I had from the original
3: tracks. So who's, who's playing on that with
1: you? Um, <clears throat> yeah, Chris Arsenault drums. Uh, I believe he had Jacob Larson playing some of the guitar on there too. Um, uh, Papa Grow. Mm-hmm. and of course Tom. So it's great, yeah.
3: impressive,
0: very, very impressive recording. Yeah. The whole album, the whole EP is is amazingly recorded, and you've got you're supremely confident.
1: You mean during the. In the well, songs? not, not <laughs> as, a, no, as a person, as you're, a not shi- you're a shivering rat now, actually. I I I yeah, but see, no, but not the, even the,
0: musically, you, it sounds so confident and so st- like striding across the whole thing, doesn't it?
1: I just, this has something to say, you know.
0: Yeah. Courage and love. Yeah. How'd you come up with those two words? You put those two together.
1: It takes one to have the other, you know.
0: It takes which one to have which one?
1: It takes courage to love.
0: Now, let me ask my psychotherapist, mm-hmm. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Wolfson. Yes. Talk to us about the, con- con- the conge- con- connection. Thank you between courage and love. I think it's already been
3: explained as well as it that's as much as you can do. <laughs> have another drink. I can't All argue right. with the artist. I mean, <laughs> what, what what
0: what are you meaning? Then Elon, by courage and love. What are you talking about? What's the connection? You have to have courage to love, or do you have to have love to have courage?
1: I mean, I just really it could go both ways, but I mean, I like the first way I put it because. Love is something that's not abundant in the world. As much as we may think it is, it's really not. Um, it's well, all for is show. courage. A lot, a lot it's all for show. A lot of how to get things, mm. you know, and the reason why is because people don't have the courage. They don't know, maybe they don't know the love that they should have to have the courage to love, so.
0: How do you know love when you see it or feel it?
1: You, you don't, you just know it, you just know it. I just think it's something that can't be measured at all. It can't be measured, you just, you just know it. It's something like you've never felt before. It's have when you can do things you never thought you could do. Yeah.
0: That's what love is, or that's what courage is?
1: Well, in this matter, it's both. So, Hallmark knows. They're very. <laughs> there we go. Especially there we go. Today, right? well, it's, yeah. They're not interchangeable. It's like it's, it's weird.
0: That it is. Well, it's very interesting that you put love those two can together. Be courage. Courage can I be wouldn't love have though. put those two together. Doctor, what do you think as a psychotherapist? I think they go nicely
3: together. I
0: do. What do you see people presenting to you with mostly as a problem?
3: Uh, well, I specialize in treating adults mostly with uh, physical problems, uh, f- chronic pain primarily.
0: Chronic pain. How does that work as a psychologist?
3: Well, pain is complicated. Um, there's the physical. It's complicated. It's quite complicated emotional pain and physical pain. But um, the experience of physical pain is complicated. And many times I'll see people who've had pain for long periods of time, and that generally produces uh, other problems. You know, poor sleep produces. Uh, depression, which produces more pain and worse sleep and social isolation and less activity and, and, and less enjoyment and pleasurable activities, so most people come in and they don 't recognize all of all of that complexity, and so we help to explain that to them and then and then work to really give them coping strategies and way a way out. Nobody sits down and explains to you how to deal with a chronic chronic illness what is a chronic what is chronic pain uh, chronic pain is Typically pain that persists six months past the point of the body's natural healing, so if you have a broken leg and it heals uh, in six months that's not chronic pain but if you if you have a broken leg, the bone heals but you experience pain thereafter that's considered chronic in the medical
0: community so anything that lingers after the problem the after, cause of it should have after been the gone. healing
3: right exactly after the healing is complete if you continue to have persistent pain that's considered chronic in the medical community okay
0: and what, what do you do? Psycho- I mean, physically, it would be nice to be able to get rid of the pain, obviously. But exactly. psychologically,
3: how can you help someone cope with it? Well, I, I spend a lot of time working on behavior change with people. Uh, and the first step in behavior change is, is um, monitoring behavior. So a lot of times I'll get somebody who's had a chronic problem Uh, They don't recognize how sedentary they've become. How
0: do they get to you in the first place?
3: Physician referrals or if they're injured workers, maybe they're a workers' compensation case manager or what have you. Um, So... I do a lot of behavioral assessment with people, and I've been using this device recently called the Fitbit. I don't know if you're familiar with these activity trackers Fitbit. that you wear. Mm. It's a little device. You wear it. Yeah. You put it on like, a, like around your wrist. It's something. like a fuel band or something. Yeah. It's, it's like, like that Nike exactly. fuel Same band. Same thing. thing yeah. So those things measure activity spontaneously, and they can also be used to measure sleep. And then we've developed a program. Really? To, yeah. It can tell when you're asleep. Right. So you get in bed and you push the button, and it knows you're trying to sleep. And then when you get out of bed, you push it again. And it tells you how efficient your sleep is. So if you're in bed and you're not moving, it assumes you're asleep.
0: What's this thing called? The Fit Fit? Fit right. And then so
3: we developed a program that will also use SMS text messaging to text the person once an hour to ask them what their pain level is. So Mm -hmm. now I've collected their activity, their pain, and their sleep levels. And I can go over that with them and their physician. And then we usually try to schedule an intervention. Maybe it's physical therapy. Maybe it's an epidural steroid injection. Maybe it's a... Uh, some new medication or a s- swimming program or whatever it is, we, we do the intervention, then we measure again in six weeks, eight weeks, and see if there's been any change.
0: So you, you, you text the person every hour and say, hey, how are you doing?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's automated. It's, you know, I don't sit there and do it because it's – Right. Have, so you, know, you, invented prog- <laughs>
0: <laughs> you invented this program?
3: You um, invented yeah, I, this program? I, yeah, with the de- local developer. We took um, – Fitbit is one of the few activity trackers that has an API which allows you to build software on its platform. And uh, there are lots of slick sort of pain management uh, iPhone apps out there, but they take a lot of negotiating and navigating right. and lots of input data, in, you know, user input. So we use the accelerometer in the Fitbit, and we just wrote a simple program to use text messaging, and it's working pretty well. It's in beta now.
0: Wow! If this works, can you be
3: like a millionaire? I hope so. And then, nice and, and then out. I'll you know I'll help you get some better mics, and we'll get some good. That's going <laughs> to be great we'll fix news that for us. Google yeah. Hangout problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's we'll let Mitch come to the actual <laughs> taping. We'll put him in. A well, spot. no,
0: we don't want to go that far. But could we? If we could afford to you know bring him in. Look, send I'm, I'm, a cab for him.
3: I'll, I remember the, l- the little people. The little people the like
0: up. us. Yeah. So, so Fitbit is owned by somebody else.
3: Yeah, it's it's a proprietary right little thing. You can buy at Best Buy for ninety nine bucks and we just wrote software using their development kit and added this oh, texting cool. component. And
0: what's your software going to be called, if it's called cool
3: anything? Th- you know, that's a go- I've been struggling with that for months. Really? Um, well, I
0: think you've come to the
3: right people. I have. I've got creative people here. I've got educators, educators here. Yeah. I've got <laughs> broadcasters. Yeah, we can help you out. What um, is, well, let's, let us um.
0: what have you got so far? I mean, what's it do? It's, it's, what are the, what are a, the What's well, the concept Well it's an
3: activity tracks, It's a tracking It's monitoring I didn't want to put Pain in the title Because I didn't want To reinforce You know mm. Pain necessarily You want relief In the title Relief Tracking Viewing Mitch I don't know I'm, 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 I'm working on it Okay Okay
0: Makia <laughs> Anything come to you
4: I think you should Blend some courage And love in there And Mensa Mensa, yeah. Mensa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lurage I'll call it Lurage Lurage <laughs> That's pretty interesting. Courage, love, and Mensa.
3: Lurge. Men I don't know. Mensa. It's, but you, I, you want? Know. You
0: need something snappy. Comfort I, keeper. What, man.
3: Comfort keeper. Comfort yeah. keeper. There's one. Put it out there. Don't you have a comment section on your <laughs> website? One yeah, we can so okay, okay. listen to this. <laughs> and what about? A, what about a
0: prize? Anyone who comes yeah, up? Yeah, if with you the, come up with the, the winning title. name,
3: I will provide you with your own Fitbit to keep. What a, and a Ooh. plus a coot CD. And, a, and a signed coot CD. Okay. Now or, we're getting nine hundred and ninety-five of them. That's how many I have left from the original. How many
0: did you have originally? Thousand so things are going pretty well for Coop well
3: we you know we're all married guys with, with jobs you know we can right. play four times a year you're not going to move a lot of uh, units right the funny no, thing is that what they say moving units yeah, yeah move them yeah you
0: can open for a lot sometimes well when she goes on tour. that's why
3: I'm being nice to her I let her sit right next to her. <laughs> <laughs> She's,
0: Yeah. well congratulations on selling we haven't sold you've given it well no, we've got two of them it. here so where'd the other three go Oh, we got no, three I'm here. just teasing we had a
3: record release party at, at uh, DBA a couple weeks ago and got rid of two uh, three, three. The bass player's mother bought one online, so that's good.
0: Oh, that is nice. Yeah. Oh, she's good like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have a listen to something off that maybe at some point.
3: Do you think?
4: Yeah, we should do it. So I
3: don't mm-hmm. want to step on Elon's Hey. No, we've got
0: room for everybody. Yeah. We're going to have Mitch play us a song in a minute as well. How about that? Um, but first, Mickey, I just wanted to ask you something. What is going on in education here in New Orleans? Is it true what we hear that we're at the forefront of this incredible revolution of charter schools, and the whole country's following us and watching us?
4: I think to a great extent that would be a true statement, um, but there have been some challenges along the way. Um, There's probably more charter schools within New Orleans than any other city within the United States. Um, A lot transformed within public education post Hurricane Katrina. Um, And right now it's kind of like the second generation of stabilizing the reforms that have been happening so a lot of single site charter schools are replicating to become charter management organizations and having more than one campus, um, such as Renew Schools, First Line Schools. There's a host of them um, that are growing. And each of those, the work that I'm doing with the Charter Association, each of those schools has an independent board of directors, since charter schools are public schools that are governed by this board of community people. And a lot of my work is on identifying, recruiting, and training board members, so that schools are in a better place to be sustained for the long term.
0: Well, what sort of people are you looking for?
4: We are looking for people from a, di- from a diverse set of professional backgrounds. So financial, accounting, creative types, Psycho- doctors, psychotherapists. Psych- psychotherapists. My
3: kids attended charter school. You're in. Great. Yeah. Which, which one do they go to? They go to Audubon Charter, and they are in the French immersion program as i alluded to earlier mm. i speak no french by the way
4: wonderful see My, yeah one of the are you
0: part of the, part of your purview the Audubon charter school
4: so it is a charter school within the state and we support quality charter schools across the state as a membership organization um but you, the beauty of that is that you can choose what kind of school you want to send your kids to so there's like not one size fits all so there's a lot of choice and options for families um, within New Orleans now, which I think is great to have variety. What is the difference
0: between a charter school and a public school, or is there no difference?
4: Charter schools are public schools. Um, they're just independent public schools. And so, so they it's still operate, free. they are <laughs> still free. Um, they receive federal dollars and state money through their MFP funding. Um, you have to apply for a charter school through a number of venues. It can either be your local authorizer, like Orleans Parish School Board is an authorizer the Louisiana Department of Education, um, and I think there's a couple of other authorizers, depending on which parish you're operating in. So
0: anybody could start one if you qualify. Yes, if if you you fill out
4: the charter application um, and have a board that you recruit um, and have a solid education plan and then have like a a game plan for raising additional resources. Can
0: you make any money? Is it like operating a jail?
4: No, I don't equate operating a charter school with operating a jail. Um. Strange, isn't it? But
0: you know, if you operate a jail, then they give you the government or the city or the state or whoever it is you're operating the jail for. Like private jails, you get so much money per prisoner per day. So you get like twenty dollars a day, and if you can feed them and house them for thirteen dollars a day, you get to keep the extra seven bucks.
4: Right, which I think is, is it actually like that? horrible. Your example of the prison system within it's the state much. of Louisiana.
0: Well, I don't know if that really exists in the state of Louisiana, does it? I, don't, I think that Jindal wanted to privatize the jails, but I don't think he got away with it.
4: Well, I think It happens in other states, though. I don't think they're going anywhere good.
0: No, but I don't think we did privatize the JLC, did we, in the state of Louisiana, did we?
3: Uh, not that I'm aware, no.
0: Do you remember all that whole thing that he wanted to do that? Do you know this? This is true. I'm not making this up. They're I know you're not like making I'm it up.
4: <laughs> but I think what I'm thinking is that there's still... Well, the jail, the, the, system, the jail system here... Isn't Juvenile Justice Project just down the street from here?
3: JJPL, yeah. I yeah. Right down the, ju-
4: the justice right. system here is just... Archa- in general is archaic and so many people are incarcerated in the United States hmm. and I really want to talk about that point but I need to go back to the charter schools not being like jails. Do you want to talk about um, the
0: jails as well? Do you know something about jail?
4: I don't. I just, I think I see snippets in the paper and it's so corrupt and there's so many people that don't have due process and they just sit in jail and waste away. And if you think about courage and love, it's like a total setup. So I think charter schools are promising and they receive MFP dollars. Um, what does
0: MFP stand for?
4: municipal, it's something with the state state funding streams. This could
0: be a good name for the...
4: It could be a good name for Fitbit. your Fitbit. MFP. <laughs> MFP. Just give yeah. it letters. Um, but I guess the point I was going to yeah, make sorry. is that there's per-pupil funding. So charter schools do get funding for each student they're serving. Oh, they do. This is However, what I was going to do. However, yes. a lot of charter schools go above and beyond the money that they're allocated. So they might have end-of-the-year trips, like the KIPP program. They do end-of-the-year trips where students earn incentives and rewards for doing well at school. And, and those cost more than the the MFP funding they receive. So what they I, fundraise right. additional money. What I was
0: thinking about what the incentive would be to start our own public school, I mean our own charter school, it's, but you're not going to make a lot of money out of having a charter school, not like inventing software for a wristband. Right. So example.
4: the incentive would be that you're kind of like a, a droplet of water that's a ripple effect within a community. So when I think about Success Preparatory Academy that's in the Bienville Corridor, um, I've sponsored a college classroom there named after my alma mater, Whedon College, and they Mm. do college visits with third graders.
0: Is it Wheaton, Illinois?
4: Wheaton College in Massachusetts, northern Massachusetts.
0: How do you spell that?
4: W-H-E-A-T-O-N.
0: It's not a trick. It is like Wheaton. Okay.
4: But they're, yes, different institutions. Um, And so there's so many opportunities, I think, to be innovative within their curriculums and their hiring and things of that sort. So... It's a great opportunity, I think, to think outside the box. Are you
0: enjoying yourself doing this?
4: I am. I think I'm surprised that I'm still doing it. Um,
0: What did you think you'd be doing by now?
4: Well, I wanted to initially major in international business and live abroad for an extended period of time. And I've just kind of been going through different evolutions and seasons within the education space. And so... It's... International business. The journey. Let's come back and
0: talk about international business in a minute. Aaron, I'm sorry to disturb you. What are you, texting something? No, I was
3: taking some photographs from my Ah. personal collection. Okay. Can I say (laughs) something
1: towards your point really quickly? I think it's so cool because, like, I mean, if you send your kid to charter school, I just feel like it's more of a care system because, like you said, they only get a certain amount of money that they can use for these kids. Like, it's nothing extra in it for them, but it's providing a better environment, um, better resources, and with more of them around... Yeah, smaller classrooms, you have, you know, kids can be actually helped more than just toss them into a system that's like, oh, it's state run and oh, it's whatever. And, you know, you actually have to take time out to raise money to do things for them. So I think, you know, I see what you guys are doing. I love it. I'm behind it, you know.
4: Maybe, uh, you know, some people in your extensive <laughs> network that would <laughs> consider joining the top shelf board bank, hey. which is what we're recruiting for currently. To get top a shelf pipeline. I'll put the word out there. I like yeah. that for
0: a name for the wristband as well, yes, by the top way. Shelf. Top shelf board bank. Well, what do you what does that mean? Is that someone who's got connections to people who can raise money or just
4: No, not good exactly. People? So we're looking for smart people that care about the community, care about New Orleans, care about kids most importantly, and have some expertise they want to lend to um, what are generally, I guess, like startup organizations that are kind of going through their phases of you know, what organizations do when they mature. Um, so someone that has human resources experience, legal expertise, architecture, facilities, like there's all these challenges that charter schools face. Well, the list um, is getting very short now. And there's a lot of, no, well, I mean.
0: <laughs> how many more qualifications do we need Well, have? we want, you, have, you don't have to like have all, kids. we want them to have some. Oh, some of these, right. some of the above. Because you, you have to, could how serve many? on a
4: committee, like if you're a CPA, we would love to have you serve on a charter school committee, a okay, finance if, committee. If
0: anyone's listening to this right now and they're thinking, I can't take any more of this, I have to go and do something. And this is as far as they're going to get. Let's tell them how to find you then, shall we?
4: They can find me at www.lacharterschools with an S on the .org. That's the LA Charter School LA Association
0: website. LA Yes. We and yes. And there'll be governance
4: information in. about the sessions that we're hosting. Governance
0: information. Okay. I don't even know. That. Charter Gover- School Board Governance. Board Governance. Okay. So if anyone's listening to this and they want to do something good for our city and they have, they're either good people like kids, have HR experience or architects or w- what else? Over three feet.
4: <laughs> no, there, there are no height requirements. <laughs> there's no height
0: requirement. Okay. So that's interesting that you're looking for that because I'm sure there's people who want to do good and would, could help you. And we get 10% of everything at, here at Happy Hour. <laughs> if <laughs> it works out. I mean, let's come back and, and, and talk about international business. And also, I want to talk about food with you, Aaron, yes, as well. let's do that. But first, let's get Mitch Foreman to play something for us. Mitch, what do you think?
3: Uh, I have a... Uh Valentine's Day Alternative. It's, it's, it's a song called Valentine's Day written by James Taylor.
0: Oh, come on, really? Yeah. Okay. James Teller would love to hear that version of that song, I would think.
3: I've got to get him a copy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever hear him play that live?
3: Uh, I've, I've seen it on YouTube, but I've never heard him play it. It's it's a pretty uh, obscure song of his.
0: Yeah, I've never heard of that at all. You guys ever heard that version? No. Mm-mm. I don't know wrote a song called It's called it's Valentine's It's a beautiful
4: song, isn't it?
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Valentine's Day. It is beautiful. Day. Beautifully played as well. Hey, Thank you. Um, Aaron, I did promise to talk about food. Let's so, you, do it. so, in t- what year, just before Katrina, like 2005, you yeah. opened Savvy Gourmet. I did. On Magazine Street, which was a, like a cooking school and culinary shop, as I remember. It was. Originally. And did you quit psychotherapy for that?
3: Uh, you walked away from the world of pain? Inadvertently. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, when I was, I was studied in Seattle for a couple of years and was uh, doing some pretty heavy duty stuff, a burn unit and a spinal cord unit, oh, pretty God. Um, heavy work. And so mm. at night I went to cooking school to distract myself. And when I returned to New Orleans, I wanted to continue taking recreational classes and couldn't find them. So I met a chef um, who happened to live near, near me in, in Bayou St. John area. And we did them in my home for a while.
0: You had the guy come over and teach you. Yeah, how him, we
3: had him and and some friends, and um, Margaret Moss was at some mm-hmm. of those classes.
0: She's now the host of our midnight she, menu so class I'd like one to take, Food I'd Show. like to take credit for that. Okay, I <laughs> planted
3: the seed there. Yeah, um, I, I grew up with Margaret. She was only seventh grader I knew who um, had to be put on cholesterol medication because she ate too many chicken livers. <laughs> So she's eaten well. before. Seventh grade. I don't know. I'm just making that up. Okay. Um, so uh, I wanted. To, so the classes were popular, and my wife, who's also a psychologist, said, "You've got to get these people out of our house." And so I said, "Well, let's try to make it a business." And I had a partner, and we got some funding, and we renovated this. God, it all sounds
0: so easy. You got to have <laughs> a partner, got some funding, yeah, and, I had, I didn't and have got a building.
3: Great hair, <laughs> then. And and uh, we were set to open, and and opened about t- our soft opening was two weeks before Katrina. And the, the, the plan was to have a, like a cooking um, theater where we would do classes and mo- education and social events. And then we would also have the products and the tools and the wine and just have kind of be a meeting place for people who enjoy coming together over food. And when the storm hit, uh, that kind of went out the window because mm-hmm. people weren't interested in classes. So we quickly converted to a restaurant and which we specifically had not wanted to be. We just did not want to be a restaurant. The failure rate really scared us. And um, so there was nowhere to eat. And so very quickly we were open, uh, cleaned up, ready to go, and had one or two items on the menu and just kind of went from there. Eventually classes came back. and
0: It was like a, you had sandwiches and, and a couple of long
3: and tables. And and yeah, and it was very... Um, very relaxed and, and, and casual and just whatever produce we could get. And
0: It was quite an important place after Katrina. It was one of the very few places that were open that you could actually sort of get out of your horrible existence and sit down in a sort of a nice environment for a few minutes yeah, it was c- and talk to other beautiful, people. Beautiful,
3: kind of modern-looking, mm. clean, just, you know... Um, we had some of the mayors uh, bring back New Orleans com- uh, small business committee meetings there once a week or once a month, and kind of became a meeting place. We did a lot of sort of free meetings and events, and I was really. Fantastic. Did you get
0: to meet Ray Nagin then?
3: Uh, I did. Uh, I did. Okay. I did. Now we're on now we're <laughs> going down another bad road, I, I, oh, I well, imagine. But I can neither confirm nor deny my meeting with <laughs>
0: Nagin at this point. Uh, so as a psychologist then you were providing quite an important psychological service for people
3: I believe so um, my in-laws came to visit not too long after Katrina maybe the end of the year and they were you know amazed with the with the devastation of course but and they came into the to savvy and they, it, they they immediately noticed how happy it was in there just hmm. lots of natural light and people were smiling and um, we had these parties, I mean, before bars were reopened, before there was any live music anywhere, we had these, um, you know, these, these uh, re- repatriation parties where uh, Saturday night we would just have, uh, you know, free drinks and food and people would come and meet, you know, meet there. This is when, you know, there was, there was no movie theater. There was nothing to do. It was, you know, mm. so we'd stay there until curfew and then go home. God, I forgot there was a curfew.
0: How crazy. What an era! And what happened to the place? Because it was a cool place, and then awesome. Um, Did you?
3: I think that you you know. Did you guys? We got we got really we got crushed in the um, sort of economic, you know, downturn. People stopped buying very expensive French pots and pans, and um, you know the overhead got to be overwhelming. And um, Mm -hmm. we had maintained the restaurant all the way through, despite our better judgment, and that was really hard to maintain. And um, and I really wanted to sort of go b- back to my practice.
0: So you'd actually given up being a practitioner. Well, I was doing it on a psychology. limited
3: basis. Uh, right after the storm, there was nobody to practice psychology on. Um, I, you know, my office got destroyed. I had this building in in um, Mid City that got eight feet of water in it, and I had no place to to work. And and this happened to op- open during that time, so. Took all my time. Um, I, I practiced about a day a week for a couple of years, and then in '09 I went back to it full time.
0: So you closed down. Savvy Gourmet closed down in '09. Then
3: it did. What never. happened
0: to the partner?
3: Uh, he's around doing other things. My my. Um, I've heard uh, he is starting another food business. Um, you don't talk I don't to know him any details. Not as much. Uh, we used to see. I used to be married to this guy. You know, it was like a, a, a mm. marriage. We were, you know partners we talked I talked to him more than my wife during that time so um, we're friendly still but we just don't, I just don't see him as much
0: okay well thanks for doing that on behalf of all of us who used to hang out at Savvy Gourmet because there was a it was a sort of a it was a hang it was a place to go and it was fun what's in that building now it's like a gym or something no uh, it's Sukhothai restaurant Sukhothai
4: is there that's right mm. that's what
3: it's there
0: okay all right
3: yeah good hey, people there
0: yeah
4: so Apolline's right down the street from there Apoline.: have you been to Apolline
3: not that's where Dominique's was. Right. Not no, not since it was oh. Dominique's. You I like that place?
4: I'm going there for dinner tonight and I advise that you go somewhere. Really? <laughs> are you going
0: there on a romantic Valentine's Day rendezvous?
4: No. <laughs> I really thought I was on something here. <laughs> <laughs> no, that
0: was easy. Who are you going with then?
4: I'm going solo to enjoy scallops. They you are really so do you go out for dinner good. by yourself at, at a
0: fancy restaurant? That's yes. courage I don't know. Right I, there. D- I don't. I was just gonna say. That. I don't know whether that's
3: courageous or sad. No, that's courage begetting love. I bet that's yeah. how it works in that direction.
4: I love to eat and I love to cook. And if you can't do it with someone, I mean, yeah. you should do it by yourself.
0: Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> why wouldn't somebody go with you? Most people call up someone and say, "Hey, what are you doing tomorrow night? You want to go out to dinner? What are you doing tonight? Or what do you do? Oh. You just. Screw that and just go by yourself.
4: Well, sometimes I like quality time with myself. And I feel like, you know, now we that I'm still, th- I'm still... We can leave you alone. I'm still adjusting to jet lag and getting back in the groove. And right. It's just, you know, it's my Oprah time. My peaceful time. <laughs>
0: do you know that? I mean, tell you, that is brave, isn't it? Do you ever do that? alone? you ever go out to dinner by yourself at a nice yeah. restaurant? I there?
1: love going to yeah, I do that. I just like to enjoy do my you? food and by yourself. Quiet. Do you really? Seriously. Tell the truth here. Yeah. Well, why do you? want you? I like my, you know, I like to go. I like go to Mister Eds. I like to go to Mister Eds downtown in Bugtown. Mister Eds. In mm, Bugtown. Yeah, in Bugtown, they have some amazing food. And some days when I want to just be, you know, want to splurge, I go out there and I sit and I eat by myself. Yeah.
0: Okay. It's, it's I'm, I'm surprised to hear both of you. It's today? like soul food mixed with like and Italian
1: influences. Like they have everything from like. Cajun pasta dishes to like you know like creole dishes mm. so okay even have some really good like fried chicken and fish
0: fried fish yeah okay Aaron, you're a foodie as well obviously do uh, you go out by yourself to have dinner? whenever
3: i can. I have two kids and i'll go wherever i can to be without them for a little <laughs>
0: <laughs> would you did you make a reservation like here at i Apple did Me?
4: not i usually sit at the bar if i'm solo I don't think that the bar is going to be filled up on Valentine's Day. Oh my but god. But it could be my lucky day. There could be someone are special you look, just waiting. You never right know. There. The bartender,
0: no, yeah. Bartender <laughs> hey. might be available. Are you looking for a, a partner, love or courage?
4: All of the above. You are. Yeah.
0: Did you leave anybody behind when you moved here?
4: No, I did not. I did not leave anyone behind. And in have you Chicago. met any little
0: likely looking Chicago, Illinois that is? <laughs> have you met any, any likely guys since you've been here or women or whoever you're looking for?
4: They've been, well, I'm looking for men. Look I would like men. to okay. clarify that okay. for the universe. Um, <laughs> I've met some interesting potentials. Mm-hmm. What qualities do they have to have? To have like kids? No, not HR necessarily. HR experience,
0: be architect.
4: architect. <laughs> 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 no, I just need someone that can engage in conversation and doesn't mind a little bit of discourse. Whereas there have been some, and I'm sarcastic, even though I'm trying not to be on this show. <laughs> are you really?
0: Oh, you've been very pleasant and not sarcastic. Are you, right. quite, are you quite sort of um, acerbic normally?
4: A little bit, but I think it's wit. I think it's like a sign of intellect to be able to just like zing people. But sometimes yeah. it always doesn't go over well, especially with men that may not you be know, as you right. know Men's, secure yes. with themselves. Men,
0: it's okay when a guy does that to a woman and is, it displays how clever and witty he is. But when a woman does it to a guy, it can be intimidating. Have you found that?
4: I have. And so I'm, you know, I'm working on time and place.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you don't want to be somebody you're not, though, right, Erin? As a psychologist, even this is not painful. Yeah, talk
4: to me about that, Erin. About which? About sarcasm. Couldn't it be like a good thing? Um, Should it always come out? Should you tone it down a little bit? I think it
3: has a time and place for everything. I think it could be intimidating in a new relationship. Um, Sarcasm, that is.
4: I think it's good
1: in moderation.
0: But sarcasm, is <laughs> you, you're suggesting perhaps that it's aimed at someone, you, someone else's the butt of the joke, as it were. Not Like you're saying something, you'll make some sort of a, acerbic comment or sarcastic comment about something that somebody said.
4: Or just a statement on, you know, the world that we live in.
0: So, so it's not personal.
4: Not always, no. But, but, but it can be. <laughs> 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 I knew
3: it, I knew it. I sensed it. <laughs> oh.
0: Yes, you have to sort of edit yourself if you're trying to get someone to like you.
4: Right. That could be helpful. But when I turned 34 this year, um, my goal was to just have a year about me. So I'm not really, really looking for someone at Appaline tonight. I'm just, you know, getting reacquainted with Makia.
0: Really? hmm I think looking for someone is a probably sure bit way, a sure way not to find anybody. don't Once you start looking, it, things get disappointing. It's like looking for oh. an apartment. How difficult is it to? And someone shows you an apartment and says, hey, i got a great place. Are you interested in moving? It's a whole different different thing from when you have to go out and look for a place and they all suck until finally you find something that's okay. Have you ever found anyone by looking for them other than on Match.com or something?
4: No, they're usually just surprising encounters where something clicks.
0: Have you ever used Match.com or how many or any of those things?
4: I used Match.com in Chicago for all of like four weeks and it didn't work so well. Nobody? I thought it was creepy. <laughs> I'd rather meet someone at a coffee shop or at a concert yeah. or at a music show or from, well, you know, maybe someone that's in the education circle, but not in the board bank, because that would be a conflict of interest.
0: Is there some sort of ethical problem with
4: that? Well, I just think it's close to home. Would you guys date someone that you kind of work with? No. Well, you're married, but... No. I think you, you never eat, are you... You know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know what the I don't know, you know I don't know no. which one
3: is which exactly. <laughs> don't though. mix your peas and carrots. No, I think no. is what she meant. <laughs> really,
0: you wouldn't you wouldn't date somebody in the band or?
1: I think it's all gonna be a problem. You know, it's best to stay particular.
0: Are you single right now, or are you in a rush? Yeah, I'm single. What are you doing for Valentine's night? Then?
1: I'm spending time with the love of my life tonight. I'm going to be just making music. Baby. That's I'm working on an <laughs> album right now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I got to get some stuff done. Plus, you know, I might, I might watch some movies, drink some wine. I don't know. I, li- I like time alone. I like my time.
0: You too. You too. Are both of them the same thing. I'm, time I'm alone.
1: I can be somewhat antisocial, but social when I need to be, you know.
0: Mm. When do you need to be? Uh, like now, for example. <laughs> 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 pretend, pretend that you're only enjoying the yeah, yes, same Family, yeah. you know, family <laughs> for
1: excursions, uh, parties, Um no, I mean, you know, I you just sound like that, but people are okay, it's just not all the time. So
4: You've are you an introvert or an extrovert?
1: It's a little bit of both. I've taken so many tests like that and trying to figure out, but I I just when I need to be an extrovert, I can be an extrovert. But sometimes they just I just really don't what like test? to be around people. Sometimes. What
0: tests have you taken?
1: You know, those little online tests. Like are you, you know, multiple choice. Oh, yeah, they ask all Those, those questions personality
4: quizzes
3: uh-huh. and
1: you probably oh. give those kind
4: yeah. of tests to people.
3: I have. Indeed. Are they accurate? Uh, it depends which ones. Um, which one know. is accurate that we could
0: do online? Well, the, we could
3: the, well, I don't know about the online ones, but the um, probably the most famous and most well-published sort of test for introversion like that is called the Meyer, Meyer, Myers-Briggs Type Indicator, MBTI. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's a whole industry built on that What ha- What happens when you find out that you're really introverted when you thought you were an extrovert or vice versa? I guess it. you're screwed. I mean, I don't <laughs> know. Um, I, you know, I, f- I think, um, the, you know, the research is still out on, on how accurate that particular one is.
0: What, but. why do you, Elan, uh, why, hmm? why do you want to know that? Why do you want to no, know that? Why do you want I mean, someone to tell you that you're introverted or extroverted? Why no, do you, just, why it's do you just, it's fun, fun to like take
1: them like, you know, like the ones that tell me if I'm right or left brain too, because I know what I am. So it's just, it's just fun to see how I can score you to know, see what the questions are. I'm always right. curious
0: about something. So, I what mean. Do, <laughs> what do you come back as a right brain introvert or a left brain extrovert <laughs> or what? <laughs>
1: I know they mix like that, but I know I'm, I know am right-brained, definitely. Um, what does that mean, actually? More artistic, artistic. Uh, yeah. Good at math too,
4: yeah. but um.
0: So Makia must be left-brained because she's an international business person.
4: I just think too much. I'm super over-analytical.
0: <laughs> Are you? you I knew that was I right was out of my zip Hey, listen, we have got time for one more song, Elon. You want to? You want to hook us up um, with something? Play number five. Do you want to sing it? Can we do it, Chris? Uh, do you want to sing yeah. live, or you want to just play it?
1: Um, number five is a song I really want to share. So okay, let's have a listen to it. Let me take a look at the
0: at my EP. <laughs> number five has no punctuation. It's called "On It."
1: <laughs> on it, yeah. This song is uh, very important to me. I wrote it on the job, um, and it was just about you know the the things we deal with throughout the day and you know in an industry that's not desirable to work for, but you do it, and you know one day when you make it out, that's that's what you have to look forward to look for look forward to. So. That song is—it's called "One It."
2: <clears throat> I was cruising and a drinking down my old Boulevard. Then a stranger stopped to think me. All I heard was applause. I've come so so far. bars without a cause. Checking out dreams while I'm running credit cards. They don't need a proof of purchase, they already have it all. But I'ma make it out the traffic, Thick skin and big heart. I keep an angel on my chest because my back is to the wall. I know it's gonna get bad. I, I can taste it. Honey nectar. Just a storm cloud away. So I keep chasing sunny weather. I was cruising in a drink and drinking down my own. coming
0: On it. Got the word franchise in there. <laughs> you don't hear the word franchise in modern music very often.
1: Uh, that's what you want to be if you want to be a musician. I mean,
0: franchise. I'm being known it. everywhere. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Being in business just, uh, everywhere. The, <laughs> the record is called Only Alone, which is strange because there's a lot of stuff going on on there that isn't you. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you come up with that title, Only Alone? It is I'm only you me. singing. It's, just, it's just, just you.
1: I'm only. It's
0: d- as very, as I very, can be, very you know? impressive debut recording, I've got to say. Congratulations. Thank you. And uh, there's a link to that on our website, it's dot com, and you can also go and find um you can find it on other places. Yeah, you, can you can download get, um, it on iTunes and Amazon. My website,
1: www.elonhornsby.com. elonhornsby. Elon uh, Hornsby. I'm on uh, SoundCloud under you know the hashtag, you know backslash Elon Hornsby. Facebook Elon Hornsby. Um, yeah, just Google Elon. You can Hornsby. find <laughs> you can Easily, find me. easy to yeah. find
0: you. And how far along with the album are you now? <laughs>
1: um, well, I think I think I'm pretty much about. Two thirds of it done. Well, from so, the personal end, right? You know, we're just getting started on the recording. So it'd be, be later
0: in the be late in the year in t- twenty thirteen. Oh
1: no, well, I think it'd be um, maybe before summer. Yeah.
0: Okay. I work All right. quickly. Okay. I mean,
1: I mean, it's like you know, when you have a lot already there and a lot of stuff, you just got to make sure you like when you once I do the work and I go into the studio, it's just it's easy. We have a process and it's like it works well.
0: Who's producing this one? Uh, Tom. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, good. He made a great job of this. Yeah, yeah. right. And it's good that you guys are working together. It sounds great. Well, congratulations on this one. I'm looking forward to the album. Are some of the same songs going to be on? That's all new.
1: I'm going to put, most of it's going to be new. I'm thinking I'm going to use maybe two of those songs to put on the
0: the album. Very impressive. Glad we met you. Thank you. We'll keep in touch and hopefully we'll see you again later in the year when the album comes out. Oh, yeah. Take a listen to it as well. Aaron, what's going on with you in the near future after we come up with a name for this Fitbit?
3: Working on that. Um, I'm also recruiting uh, people for my uh, 12-week chronic pain educational groups uh, that we do at my office. Um, So if people are interested in that, they can... Look me up at RestrainYourPain.com. RestrainYourPain.com. Now, that's a good name for Restrain yeah. your pain. Okay.
0: And is Coot playing around town? We can check out.
3: Um, we have nothing booked right now. We're hoping to. Um, but if people are interested, they could go to ReverbNation.com slash Coot. Or they can download the album on iTunes. Just search for Coot. C-O-O-T. C-O-O-T.
0: Okay. Makia, what's up with you then after tonight when you go out by yourself and have your scallop dinner <laughs> at Apple Lane? <laughs>
4: Um, Well, at LAPCS, we are launching the second season of the Top Shelf Governance Training Sessions. The next one is on February 26th, um, and it'll be a webinar, so there'll be access all across the state, and you can find out information about that on the Charter School Association website.
0: Okay, and we can also perhaps get to be on the Board of Governors of one of these schools. Yes. What's it called? Top Shelf something or other?
4: The Top Shelf Initiative. Top
0: Shelf Initiative. I always thought that was like a booze thing, top shelf
4: drinks. Yeah, we're raising the bar on charter school excellence in the state of Louisiana. Okay, you had to reach for it. All right. Well, thank you,
0: <laughs> thank you very much, Makia Moody, Aaron Wolfson, and Alon Hornsby have been my guests on Happy Hour today, live from Casa Borrega on Aretha Castle Haley Boulevard, right at Felicity, here in Central City. New Orleans. Our show is produced by Graham DePonte, Melinda Hawes, Trish Kaufman, Anoush Karun and Elizabeth Fahey. Chris Kehoe has been our associate producer and fabulous technical director with quite a few challenges today. Christian Unruh is our music director and Dr. Cliff Brigden is our web designer and link to the real world. Our theme song was written and is currently being played by the fabulous Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay upright for approximately 60 minutes drop us a line. Our address is on our website. You can check out our other happy hours on our website as well. There's plenty of them to listen to along with some other shows. Out to Lunch with Peter Raschuti live from Commander's Palace Mindset with psychiatrist Dr. Nick Pajik True to the Gang with Chris True and Tammy Nelson. Win Win, our show about the New Orleans Vietnamese community with Steve Nguyen, Chi Win and Kim Vu in Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss, who was the only kid in the 7th grade to have to take cholesterol pills because she had <laughs> too many chicken livers, although that was actually libel, apparently. I can neither confirm
3: nor deny that statement.
0: And the, her co-host is the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Canada. You can keep up with us by liking It's New Orleans on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter and sign up for our mailing list. And all these things are on our website, itsneworlanders.com. If you're listening to this on iTunes or Stitcher, Thank you for subscribing. Take a moment possibly to rate and review us. That helps other people find us. Our show is recorded live today at Casa Borrega, a brand-new bar, restaurant, and music venue in Central City in New Orleans and around Aretha Castle, Haley Boulevard. You can like these guys, too, on Facebook and follow them on Twitter and everything else. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. Andrew Duhon will probably be back next week as well, our Happy Hour troubadour. Meanwhile for Mitch Foreman on piano and everybody sitting around the table here and back at the office of iNO Broadcasting I'm Grant Morris thanks for joining me I'll see you next time
3: on Happy Hour